Hi, this is Aaron Azrod, and welcome to the sixth mini-episode of the Truth Island podcast. A popular sentiment that has been spreading during the global pandemic and uncertain political times is the hope that 2020 will soon end and a better year will emerge in its place. But what if I were to tell you that the desire for time to move more quickly remains one of the most dangerous things that we as humans can hope for. In Buddhism, the present is everything. All exists within the present, and one must neither be stuck romanticizing the past or caught gazing into a desired future. However, for a lot of us today, the present remains too gloomy, too depressing, and as Professor Jordan Peterson might call it, Life has become stuck in the unbearable present. But what is one to do when they are stuck in the unbearable present? For many of us, we turn to things that bring us comfort. Our favorite TV shows, some ice cream, and if we're feeling up to it, some exercise here and there. But what if there is something more that we could be doing with our time? Comfort does not address the issues of the unbearable present, but rather sedates them. We often hope that our entertainment will be powerful enough to distract us from the depressing reality that has enveloped our news cycle, hardships that have fallen upon friends and loved ones, and personal shortcomings and disappointments, which we hope recede from the periphery of our minds. If only this TV show had better actors, or the plot of this novel was more interesting, We could lose ourselves in sedated bliss and not worry about the emptiness that comprises our current existence. In the unbearable present, we begin to call friends and discuss future plans and say things like, when this is all over, I can't wait to go on vacation, or in a few months, I'll hopefully be able to enjoy a nice sandwich at my favorite deli. While tantalizing as these fantasies might be, they rid us of something that is far more tangible, the agency of the present moment. What if we did something drastic and turned off all the sedations of the unbearable present and occupied our minds with all the unpleasantries of the here and now? We focused on our crumbling social circle, mistrust in politics, workplace corruption, and our inability as a society to solve problems. We then sorted everything into one of two categories. Under the teachings of the Stoics, a person must first accept all that is outside the realm of their control and separate it from all that is within. Imagine now we just choose one thing, one thing that was within our control. Our weight, the joy we bring others, a creative muse or form of expression that we long ago abandoned. And now, let's say we not only return to that form of expression, but we've worked on it relentlessly. We used our musical skills to provide sounds that give us a ray of hope. We wrote poetry that inspired the oppressed to wake up and negotiate their surroundings with greater knowledge and confidence. Or perhaps, instead of reading 
all of the problems of the world. We sought writing down our solutions, at least the problems we know and care about. But what if I have no special talent or skill, you might ask? Well, you're in luck. The ticket from the unbearable present can also take the shape of helping those who do have something unique to offer the world. Joining an organization, volunteering your time to a cause you find uplifting, problem solving with a friend about what their next move should be, or just listening, listening to someone who might be crying out in pain. Regardless of our talents, we all have the power to reshape the present into the future that we so hope for. So, the next time you find yourself wishing for time to pass, stop yourself and start doing things that will make your impression on this world last.